Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I'm working as hard as I can to get back on the field as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, like I said before, it's a day-by-day process, and it's doing everything I can to get back on there. That is Josh Allen. We had him on Jaguars All Access last night, said something similar, trying to get it out there, which wasn't uh, 100% sure he'd be out there. I think he would have told us that. Yeah. So I think uh, it's it's leaning in that direction. But uh, they will be careful. Um, you know, Marone is interesting, is is right off the rip today, said, I think obviously it's going to be big for us. Uh, coming back, he's worked hard, he's got a good week, so now he's excited to get on the field, definitely can give us that boost that we need. So he's saying he's basically going. Um, but again, i kind of in wait-and-see mode on some of these injuries because I feel like we've had some momentum toward it, and then it didn't happen on, on Sunday. Although last week, DJ Chark didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, ended up playing. So right. I guess it's kind of been a mixed bag, but you just never know with injuries, especially long playing right out, how we'll go. But it looks like Josh Allen will play, so that's good for the Jags and, and good for him. Uh, still surprising, the first two games he's ever missed. How about that? It's insane, man. Um, and I'm yeah, not talking just in the NFL. I'm talking no, like in it, Pop Warner, high school, college, career. anything. Yeah, it's... um. I mean, that's obviously a good thing for him, but it's also kind of a bad thing because he's not accustomed to it, right? And listen, it's it's hard to sit on the sidelines, watch your team do what they're doing right now, you know, hearing the outside criticism and not being able to do anything about it, right? I mean, I, I was put on IR, um, you know, my, my second year, and, and that was definitely a, a just a hard thing to be a part of. So I, I get where Josh Allen's coming from. You know, it's only two games, people, but I mean, it's, it's a big two games. So hopefully he can get back to being healthy. Get back out there and do what he loves. FSU at four. We do that uh, on occasion here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. ESPN 690, your official home for Florida State football and basketball in northeast Florida and in the listening area, which obviously extends beyond uh, just northeast Florida. The Knowles trying to go for two in a row. They got back mm-hmm. on the map. Now, I think it's important here for Florida State not to go lay an egg. You know, they play Louisville, who's not really that good. Yeah, uh, they're just okay, man. I mean, they, they, they took Notre Dame to the limit for three quarters. They, it was low scoring. Yeah. I I get it, um, but they're really not that good. I okay. think I, I would say they're not. I don't think this is daunting, you know. But you're on the road. It's a noontime game, and you're coming off a pretty good week. Yeah. So are the are the Knowles feeling good? And they carry that with them. Are they feeling good to the point where they're satisfied because they got a win? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, listen, this I kind of broke this on yesterday a little bit, but like the biggest thing for me right now with Florida State and Mike Norvell is Florida State has had to overcome a lot of adversity. They beat the number five team in the country, North Carolina. I don't care what people thought; they're in the number five. There's a big five next to North Carolina when they played them. Enough said. So with that being said, well, they're kind of a front runner right now. Like they have all the confidence. How does Florida State play now with that confidence? Because this confidence has been lacking for how long? 
for a long, long time. So I'm curious to see how this team comes out now being that front runner. How is Mike Norvell going to handle being that front runner? And how are the guys in that locker room going to handle being that front runner? Yeah, I do think, uh, yeah, for a week they are. I still think they have a lot of a chip. You know, I think he can use a lot of different things, including almost blowing the lead. Uh, against North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and you know, because they came really close to it, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, I think Norvell still has their attention mm-hmm. in that regard. The good news is, for really the first time, they get to get their attention and off a win. Yeah, right. I mean, it's so the old cliche, right? I'd rather have teaching moments after a win than after a loss. Absolutely. And I think Florida State got the benefit of that because they really played well in the early going of that game, built such a lead, and then hung on. Listen, I, I say it's a big game. I don't know if it's a big game in the landscape of the season. The, the season is the season for Florida State. They're not going anywhere. But I, I do think these are baby steps in the Mike Norvell build. You know, And it'll be interesting to see if they got out of that rut they were in. From the offseason stuff to COVID-19 for Norvell to nothing going right, getting walloped and mollywopped by Miami. Um, and now acquitting themselves pretty nicely the last couple of weeks, even on the road at Notre Dame in a loss, and then the win over number five, uh, North Carolina. I think they have to keep that going. I think they you got to really be careful to fall back in the trap of, ooh, that was gross. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because Florida State should never really look gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, once in a while you're going to get blown out. That's That happens in sports. But against this Louisville team to go up there and get, while up 35 to 10, I think would be a major step back. Oh, you lose the game. Well, you can lose a lot of games this year if you're Florida State. But if it's entertaining, if you're going back and forth, if you're punch for punch, I think there are, there are still things to be gained by two, two variables, in my opinion, with Mike Norvell. Effort, always be in there. Sure. And I thought Marvin Wilson played out of his mind last week. And I think if they can continue to do it on the defensive end, they just showed what kind of talent they have defensively. You know, this is a Louisville team that hardly scored last week. Yeah. You know, that was a North Carolina team that scored 55. No, for sure. But to, to be fair, I think Louisville, I watched a lot of that Notre Dame-Louisville game. I think Louisville has the pieces to put up points against Florida State. And let's be honest, I mean, Florida State hasn't necessarily shown us a lot on defense the ability to stop anybody. Now, they did the first half of that North Carolina game, but that second half, you know how that transpired. So I think with Louisville, that they are capable. I mean, they run a lot of zone plays, things like that. They're kind of a mix of um, you know young guys mixed with veterans on their offensive line. So they have the pieces to keep this competitive. But at the end of the day, Florida State's supposed to win this game. That's that, that's the way it's supposed to be right now. Well, uh, Vegas has uh, Louisville winning the game by that's four crazy. and a half. Yeah. But the bottom line is Louisville's 0-4 in the ACC and 1-4 and at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, 1-4 and in the season. And so this is an opportunity for Florida State to go back-to-back weeks, to now go on the road, to play well. And again, I think they showed what their defense could be and maybe should be more so than what it's been. They have more talent on the defensive end than they showed leading into that game uh, against North Carolina, and they finally delivered on it. So I have two things. Effort, which I think is on the defensive end most of the time. And constant progress on offense better offensive line play better play from the qb better play of of looking like a team that can score you know drives punching it in lighting up the scoreboard a little bit because that's the mo of a norvell team he doesn't have all the horses he needs i get it but if you can go up and down the field a little bit with these teams i think that is progress for florida state that's what i'm looking at Uh, and i'm going to sound a little repetitive going into each game probably week by week but i'm looking at effort because that means they're bought into the coach and they're listening to the coach and they're playing a bit for the coach because you know coach is he's pushing effort.
Yeah. Uh, and I also am looking at offense because he's an offensive guy. And so the offense is on him. Mm-hmm. And if he can take this group that couldn't do anything on offense and make them better, I think that's a good sign for Florida State. It's a good sign for that staff, and it can build some momentum uh, going along. So be interested to see how Florida State plays. That's a noontime kick. Once again, right here on ESPN 690, we're the official home of the Florida State Seminoles football and basketball here in Jacksonville. Not a huge slate of games coming up on Saturday in college football. Mm-hmm. But the big news of the weekend is the arrival of the Big Ten back to the party. Starts tonight with your Wisconsin Badgers. You'll be locked Absolutely. in. Absolutely. I'll definitely be locked in, man. They're uh, 20 point favorites against Illinois. Yeah. It's a little bit so of a revenge still rocking game. the beard? That's a good. You know, that that deserves a Google search. I'm not sure. Uh, that's a great question. I'm looking I mean, up right now. Was, that thing was oh, that's pandemic made. S- salt and pepper Maine. Yeah, I appreciate I mean, it, man. That's what, he couldn't let that thing go. I mean, he has to keep it now. Uh oh. Hang on. We had a picture of him with wearing the mat. Oh, that's not is that that's not him, is it? Come on, Lovey. That's him. Is it him? Uh, yeah. But is it a so, recent picture? What's the date on the picture? Uh I mean it says getting ready for practice for the Badgers, so I assume it's recent. Yeah, I don't think he has it anymore, Brent. Mm. That could be a disappointment. I'm, I'm going to confirm on this. So you keep talking. I got to look this up real quick. All but right. Uh, so to anyway, say, it was a good beer. The Big Ten is back, and there's a couple of big storylines, right, uh, with the Big Ten. And I think the biggest storyline of interest around here is okay. Let's start watching Justin Fields play. Yeah. The Jags could be in play for Justin Fields. There you go. That was a recent interview. Wow. Why do you do that? I don't know. I mean, you know, they say you're not supposed to have a beer with COVID nineteen. You know. <clears throat> Because you know it gets stuff the germs and stuff. Yeah. Don't don't look at me like <laughs> like it matters. For this. Hey, that wasn't part of this the memo around here. Uh, I guess no, that wasn't my contract. It's all good. Uh, the so obviously Justin Fields, I think, is an important. Uh, it's is the intrigue around here. Uh, we're gonna watch Ohio State games now for Justin Fields yep. because Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and that sweepstakes. Yeah. Uh, t- but but it is. See, I said this uh, earlier in the week. It'll be interesting to see how Fields plays these first couple weeks because he could easily become uh, that conversation piece that people will start to say, hey, he's going to close the gap a little bit on Lawrence. You know, because everybody likes to give a different opinion. And so Lawrence, 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 for the last three years coming out in this draft, everybody's been pointing toward April 21 for Trevor Lawrence. Well, that hasn't really been the buildup for Justin Fields. It started it started last year that it was the buildup for Justin Fields. But I think you'll see almost like the Akuda and C.J. Henderson conversation, mm. where remember, like, as you got closer to the draft, everybody's like, hey, Henderson now. He could even some people even like he could leapfrog Akuda. And there's a, they're a lot closer, whereas months before it was. Hands down, Akuda's the clear sure, sure. only guy Correct. probably to go in the top 10, maybe even top 15. Yeah. C.J. Henderson more like an 18, maybe 20 pick. Well, that kind of changed uh, toward the draft. I, I'm not saying it will change with Justin Fields, but I will. I do think it will be a pick your, pick your favorite type of situation based on system you're running, what the fit might be, maybe the franchise fit as well. Mm. Uh, so I think the gap will close. But there's a part of this that, that Justin Fields has to take care of, and that is he has to play really well. He has to get our attention because we slept on Trevor Lawrence now. Like, Trevor Lawrence got our attention three years ago, and it doesn't matter if he throws six picks in a game. He's yeah. still got our attention. 
Justin Fields, I don't think, has gotten everybody's attention to that degree outside of an unbelievable year that he had last year. But I'm talking about NFL attention. Well, and listen, and, and this kind of goes to the Trey Lance case a little bit where it's like it's a shame that he's not playing more games because I felt like he could have made more of a name for himself and maybe even upgrade himself to maybe the second quarterback taken because let's go back to last year. Let's go back just to last year. And the preseason hype and everything, and who's going to go number one? Tua Tunga Viola. Like, he, he was the guy. Yes. Tank for Tua, for crying out loud. Like, he was the man. Well, what happens? Obviously, he gets injured, has a serious injury, but the emergence of Joe Burrow. And, like, Joe Burrow came over and was, like, left zero doubt in anybody's mind that he is the number one overall pick. All due respect to Justin Herbert. All due respect to Tua. It was Joe Burrow's year. Nobody was talking about Joe Burrow in the preseason. Nobody's even talking about Joe no. Burrow maybe like week three, week four, until, you know, finally he made a name for himself. He won those big games, and then he was the number one overall pick. So I get what you're saying right now. I mean, obviously, I think it's still Trevor Lawrence's show. We'll see what Fields can bring to the table. But I'm just saying, let's let these guys play a little bit. Let's see what they're capable of, because nobody thought Joe Burrow was going to be Joe Burrow until halfway through the season. Yeah, and I think right now we're dealing with that a little bit when you look at even the Kyle Trasks of the world and Mac Jones of the world. I'm not saying they're going to slide to number one, but they're increasing their draft stock, no doubt about it, because you start looking at the numbers next to Joe Burrow, and they're pretty equal. I saw yesterday somebody tweeted out Mac Jones versus Burrow. Now, Burrow had more touchdowns. They both had the same amount of interceptions at this point, a higher completion rate for Joe Burrow, uh, but the numbers were pretty Sure. I mean, they were in the neighborhood, you know, and so that was the point of the conversation. Uh, and it's a, it's a good conversation uh, because Burrow did it. And because Burrow, by the way, is now playing pretty good football, like decent football. It doesn't look like, oh, my gosh, that was a one year thing. He yeah. looks the part. Yeah. Right. I think that's most people would say right now. People are like Justin Herbert's playing really good football. But I think most people think Joe Burrow looks the part. He might not be playing lights out football, mistake free football. Obviously, they're not winning games. But I think the takeaway six games into his NFL career is like, this guy looks the part yeah, now. Absolutely. They've got their guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he, he fits the mold, right? Like Peyton Manning didn't come out his rookie year and tear the lights out. I mean, it took time to develop around him and things like that. So, yeah, I think right now Bengals fans, they like what they see out of, uh, you know, out of Burrow. And I think Chargers fans like what they see out of Justin Herbert. So uh, the Big Ten being back, I mean, how much do you think the Big Ten will change the landscape of college football as we see it? Because right now we've got Clemson and Alabama. Uh, George is in the mix there, uh, of course, as some of the top teams. Florida's not too far behind, but now that they lost the game, uh, they are. I say Georgia, you'd say, well, Georgia lost the game too. I get it, but they still would, they're in the more pole position, it feels like, for the SEC East, and they lost to Alabama. So yeah. it's almost like it comes with an asterisk. Ohio State fits in there. Does mm -hmm. anybody else like I feel like Penn State might have a chance to fit in there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if anybody else does in the Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, Wisconsin's 14th. Do you think they're good? They're, well, we don't know. Like, I mean, because, listen, they, they they lost a lot of guys at offensive line. Oh, let's be honest. I mean, it's they Wisconsin. So they're, they're just going to put a bunch of corn, you know, farm boys in there and with a bunch of, you know, from a bunch of hometowns with, like, 20 syllables in their names, and they're going to be fine. So that's okay. But, like, you're replacing uh, Jonathan Taylor. Um, you, you know, you, you have a, a redshirt quarterback coming in, redshirt freshman, I believe, coming in to take over. So there are some question marks. There's a question mark with every single team, though, right? And that's what we're talking about. Um I'm not buying in. I mean, until I see Wisconsin play, but I'll be honest with you, it's hard for me to comment on them. Yeah, well, I get it. I, yeah. But 
I mean, no. I mean, I thought LSU we, was going to be legit again this year, and look what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State though, everybody thinks legit because of Justin of course, Fields. Yeah, I mean, you know but, what they're but Wisconsin doesn't have like a QB they're, that everybody's raving about. Like, I mean, that people are like, "Whoa, look out!" Because Wisconsin's had had. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? I think it was last year that people were really high on him in the beginning. Yeah, you're talking about Graham Mertz. Oh, you're talking about Jack Cohn last year? Well, I'm so, just saying as a team, they were high on him last year. They came in with big-time expectations. Yeah, yeah. Some people thought they could sneak into the so, Final Four, and yeah, they didn't yeah. deliver. So I think you're talking about uh, Graham Mertz, who's now taking over the, the quarterback uh, capabilities. Um, he's very young. Uh, he showed some promise. But once again, I mean, to me, Wisconsin hasn't had a quarterback since Russell Wilson. Right, and that was only for a short, you know, period of time. So we'll see what Wisconsin brings to the table. But like, to be fair, they're not in the the realm right now, at least what I see on paper with Ohio State. I'm interested. Wisconsin obviously is uh, down there at like number fourteen, but I'm interested in Penn State. They're a top ten, uh, even without playing a game. Uh, Franklin's done a good job there. Can mm-hmm. they can they take that next step? Uh, they would be a surprise pick into the Final Four, but they also have a map that could get them there. Right, mm-hmm. the roadmap could take them to a Final Four as as a Big Ten champ, and you'd have to surprise some people, especially Ohio State, on your way there. I'm also watching Minnesota. I, I think Minnesota is still um, underappreciated and under-talked about. Um, obviously, they have a great coach. Uh, they have a lot of guys coming back, and one of the best wide receivers. We talk about the Alabama wide receivers. Minnesota's got a gem, too. Should probably go top 10, maybe top 15. So I'm watching Minnesota as well, especially keep in mind, in an offensive year where it seems like offense is scoring at will, Minnesota can be that team. We're going to pick that game coming up here in just a bit, Minnesota-Michigan. Well, I've said too much already. Well, that's I've one of the games much. that's... That's really the game, maybe, mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Yes. Uh, now, people will be talking Ohio State, Nebraska and stuff. but Hey, hey Brett, come on. Yeah. Come on. Hey, hey, Nebraska, no disrespect to you guys, but come I on. think there was plenty of disrespect to Nebraska. I think that's why they picked, <laughs> put them against Ohio State in the yeah, beginning. that's right. That was the Big Ten slap that's on the right. wrist. Yeah, you're uh, right. Hey, one of the college questions, well, two questions. Notre Dame or Oklahoma State? Any of those, they're undefeated. They're in the top six. Notre Dame's number three. Yeah, Can yeah. Notre Dame, like, actually win it again? See, I think Brian Kelly's done such a good job. Uh, yeah. And I don't think they've looked that good. But if they start climbing and look better, I mean, obviously, if they win, they're going to stay right in the mix. But I think they have a lot of room for improvement there at Notre Dame. I don't think they've played their best football, yeah. but they keep winning games. Uh, Brian Kelly's done a fantastic job at Notre Dame, whether people want to admit it or not. Uh, and Oklahoma State is undefeated and really the Big 12's only chance. <laughs> yeah, and listen, you said it right there, it's the Big 12. So, no, I think like I think that the the, the Big 12 is going to eat each other and uh, eventually Oklahoma State's going to lose. I forgot that the first game of the season I watched Oklahoma State. I watched that whole game. I forgot who they even played. Yeah, I remember but it, it was not a good look for Oklahoma State. Because they, they had that running back, uh, Chuba Hubbard. Hubbard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was just pedestrian that game, but now he's gotten better, obviously. I just, I, I don't buy any team from the Big 12 going undefeated. Let's just say. Yeah, I don't buy the Big 12 at all, and neither should you. Uh, or neither him, should anybody. Tell them, But uh, Big 10 opens up. Uh, Florida State, of course, has Louisville. The Gators are off until Monday. Scott Strickland did speak about that. Uh, basically said the reason for the COVID-19 outbreak, they feel like an allergy. A couple of guys had tested negative. Then on Friday afternoon before they left for Texas A&M, sniffles and allergy-like sy- symptoms that they didn't think was a big deal. They tested positive on Sunday when they got back. So that's what they had initially thought anyway, and I think he basically verified that today. Scott Strickland, the AD for Florida. You think it helps Florida or hurts Florida to have this much time off? I think it uh, will hurt. Hurt. I'm, I'm the same I, I, I think it, well, I think it hurts, but the good news is they get Missouri. 
Yeah. And and it can't hurt their defense. Their defense, back to the drawing board, they went. <laughs> yeah, they obviously yeah. can get a little healthier. Yeah. But I think their, their offense was playing really well. Oh, absolutely. And so it takes you out of a rhythm. And I'd be a little bit concerned about that with Georgia on the horizon in a couple of weeks. True. We take a break. We come back. Six-pack of picks on the way. Who will we pick on ESPN 690? Austin Lane. Are we on right now or not? Like our screen? I guess we're good. Brent Martino. Yeah, you got to okay. go all the way. Yeah, we're back. Thanks for your concern. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Not going to lie, we played a stream song this week, and now I've got a little bit of a golf itch. Like, you usually get it in the spring, which is weird, because it's football season. But I'm a little, like, ticked off at my golf game, my inconsistency of my golf game. Like, I should be better. Yeah. And so now I'm, like, a little fired up about it. Well, if you got an itch, man, I got some ointment. It's called MMA. Come do some MMA with me. We'll, uh, we're going to cure you those golf and blues real quick. I got a better chance to, uh, sometimes I'd actually like to invite you out around the eighth hole just to knock me out. <laughs> just because you deserve it or what? Uh, just because. Okay. I'm tired of myself. Knock some sense into you. I, I'll hit myself over the head with a golf okay, club. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, man, I get, it's usually a thing. I don't know if uh, people play golf. You get it like around Masters time and Players Championship time and that time of year. You kind of do get the itch. It's nice weather. You go out there and play. For me, at least personally, it's like outside of football season. So yeah. in football season, I don't play a ton. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like to play a little, ramp it up a little bit more. So you get a little better. You just go out there, whatever. And then by like June and July, I'd want to be playing pretty good, good golf. Mm-hmm. You know, I've played okay golf this year at times. Fixed some things. Like the short game's been awful for three years. It's getting better. I'm excited about it. But now it's like the inconsistency of it. Tuesday, I played really well. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is like I never played before. Mm-hmm. I played like who's probably plays. Yeah, yeah. And so now I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I shouldn't be doing that. Like, I hit some shots on the golf course. Like, you're an idiot. You've been playing for like 30 <laughs> years, dude. You shouldn't be hitting these golf shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I you shouldn't you. be that bad. Like, you sh- your mistake shouldn't be that bad. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm, I'm actually standing in front of the mirror today taking swings. That's how kind of an itch I have yeah. over it. Well, and obviously we have uh, SmackDown tonight and Hell in the Cell is coming up, Brent, and it's going to be uh, Jay Uso taking on Roman Reigns. What's going to be the stipulation with that? So there's a lot of things that we don't know right now. Yeah, I know. It's a struggling time yeah. uh, to figure those things out. Yep. That's, uh, I think that was a little three for one. That was about 75 seconds of golf talk and 25 seconds of uh, <laughs> wrestling talk yeah, yeah, yeah. here on the show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of UFC yesterday. A lot oh, of MMA. Hey, I mean, we we it down people's throats <laughs> yesterday, man. A lot of UFC yesterday. Hope they appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's bring in Brandon Ponsel. He joins us every week for our six-pack of picks. Go find him at jackscoastalhomes.com. He's a busy man because real estate's a, a busy thing these days. All right. I always fire away with this with a real estate question. I have to dig a little deeper now, and I just asked uh, Stuart, who's here in the studio with us uh, on our Action Sports Shacks team, Brandon. Uh, he just bought a house recently, and I said, so, let's get a good question for Brandon on what we uh, can talk about. And I think he's come up with a good one. What's All the right. difference between the HOA, which, by the way, I hate mine, <laughs> and CDC, the CDD fees? So the, so the HOA is your general building they're going to maintain your building they're going to maintain the landscaping any common area maintenance 
a CDDC is kind of similar to like NOC, a T, where there's community amenities for a large-scale community. So the CDD provides uh, more funding to the area that is kind of a master plan community. All right. Uh, the And obviously, CDD fees can be expensive, right? They can be, yes. Uh, They're super expensive in uh, San Diego, in North County. Outrageous. Uh, it's crazy. But uh, they're not too bad here. But, yeah, they can they can definitely change your buying power um, when you factor in CDDs, HOAs, things like that. That You always have to take into account those figures when you're speaking with your lending professional about your buying power. And you have to be aware of those fees because those will impact your debt-to-income ratio. Brandon Ponzo with us from JacksCoastalHomes.com. Uh, I almost get wrapped up in talking more about real estate than doing the picks, quite <laughs> frankly. And if you look at my record, I probably should try more real estate. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, the, uh, you know, it's interesting you just said that because we were looking at a place down in St. John's County when we bought like back in 2008 and it actually highly impacted us not yes. picking that place over where we live now because of the CDD fees and on top, because it changed like the payment, like 250 bucks a month. I think it was. Absolutely. And so it can sometimes be like an additional forty, fifty thousand dollars in your buying power if you go somewhere else. Yeah. Where the huh. CDD doesn't exist. Absolutely. So. And, and I think those things are like transferable too. obviously, you know, when you sell it. But okay. uh, the so a, a quick little story and the neighbors, I think, all got mad at me and maybe they don't all know. And now I'm about to tell. But you know how like back in 08, coming out of the recession and it was still kind of in the recession. And so a lot of the builders were offering you know, some people were offering like bonus rooms or other things to, mm-hmm. to you know, to entice people to buy new homes, new mm-hmm. construction homes. And, well, we go on a weekend. Now, we've been looking for a while. We, we took a while to bu- find. It was a nauseating process, to be quite honest with you. It's a rough one. Uh, but it, we just couldn't find something we liked. And so we, we go uh, to this place, and it's like no CDD fees for the weekend, Brandon. They had a weekend special, no CDD fees. And so we got in with no CDD fees. I don't know how many nice. of the neighbors know that, but the ones that do weren't <laughs> too happy now? about it. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, they got paid by somebody, so the builder incurred that cost. So it wasn't a freebie. It was just a, it was a kind of an incentive for you. So it's always nice to get those. But, uh, they, somebody wrote that check. Absolutely. Yeah, it's we, just not it's, your problem. It's right? not like we don't have one extra lane in the swimming pool in the amenity center, you know, because I didn't pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got it. All right, Brandon Ponce with us. Let's get to the six-pack of picks. Let's begin with some college football. Oh, wait. Hey, uh, Austin went back and had to listen to every show because he didn't trust my scoreboard, which I don't well, blame him because yeah, it was wrong. It was, yeah, it was out of control. But, but now we've got it right. It's uh, Austin leads at 20-6, to 20-16. Mm-hmm. You're making a little money there. Not right. bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Brandon's 18-18, and 18, so he's yep. losing some juice. All right. Yep. And Brent? Uh, Brent, Brent just sold his house again. <laughs> At least the fireplace. Fourteen and twenty-two. Oh, you hate to see it. It's a long season, fellas. Yeah, it's a long season. You, I'll, I'll be carrying you guys later. Oh, can't wait right. to see that to the bank. All right, let's get it done. Uh, Michigan, Minnesota, maybe the best game of the weekend in the Big Ten. I think it is really. It's a field yeah. goal game. Michigan favored in this one because they're probably Michigan. Because they're Michigan. What do you think, Brandon? Uh. My, my Michigan insider tells me this quarterback's the real deal. I like Harbaugh as a coach. He beats everybody but Ohio State. So they're not playing Ohio State tomorrow, so I'll take uh, Michigan. Mm, all righty. 
Listen, man. All right, I'm taking Minnesota. Uh, I, I believe in offense. I believe that Minnesota is going to have the better offense. With that being said, and they have keep in mind one of the best wide receivers in, in all of college football. Uh, I got to take PJ Fleck. Keep rowing, and I got to go with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. All right, I am don't know too much about Minnesota. I haven't dug into the uh, Big Ten enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see him play, so I'll go with the Big M. Okay. That's Michigan. <laughs> Hey, and there weren't your endorsements in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Like, uh, yeah, no row your boat in- endorsements. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know a heck of a lot about the Gophers. Sure. Um, so I, I think uh, we'll go with the name brand here. All right, Florida State and Louisville. This is interesting. Louisville does not have a good record, Austin. I know. Uh, Florida State, it, they're not. I don't know if they're better than anybody, mm-hmm. but they're coming off a win we just talked about in the last segment. Do you like them enough to get four and a half points? Because Louisville's favored yeah. by four and a half points. Listen, at the end of the day, like both teams have underachieved so far this season. But I'm taking the team that actually had the big win is going to ride some momentum, and I'm taking FSU to at least cover against Louisville. So go ahead and give me FSU. What do you have, Brandon? Uh, I'm riding with Austin on this one. I I called last week. Look out for the upset special and. I think FSU found something up in South Bend two weeks ago with that quarterback, and I think they're uh, going to take this momentum and actually have a respectable season, and, and uh, they're going to take care of business against Louisville. Yeah, I was with you last week. I didn't know if they'd quite upset them, but I knew that would be a tricky game for North Carolina. FSU gets the win, and I'm coming with you guys. I'll take the four-and-a-half points with a little momentum, although uh, I don't know. Somebody might be really smart to take Louisville in a big, big way in this game. Again, you can hear the Florida State game on ESPN 690, noontime kick against uh, Louisville. All right, let's go to the NFL. Steelers and Titans really like this game. Yeah. The Titans are favored. Are they favored by one and a half? Are one they and getting half, one and a half? The, the, the Titans are favored by one and a half. Yeah, okay. I thought yeah. I read that right, but then I just I was like, wait a minute. Maybe the Steelers are favored. I mean, I can check it real quick. No, the Titans sure. are favored by okay. uh, one and a half. So okay. uh, what do you like? You like the Titans to stay on a roll or Pittsburgh really that good? Go ahead, Brandon. I'm a, okay. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Steeler team. They finally have a defense that can just shut people down. And Roethlisberger spreading around. Claypool is a big surprise on, on offense. Uh, he's freeing up Juju to get less coverage. So I think they go down to Nashville and get the W. I agree with Brandon. Um, I think that the Steelers' defensive line is going to be the deciding factor of this game. Yes, Tennessee likes to run the ball. The Steelers can stop the run. And at the end of the day, I just feel like they have more weapons on the offensive side of the ball in terms of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me Tyson Alualu shutting down Derrick Henry, Brent, if you will, and the Steelers winning. Hey, Stewart, wouldn't we trade Mark Game Picker up around here? I think so. So, yeah, here's a Game Picker Upper. Well, you need Stop it. stealing that. A Game Picker Upper for me with my new favorite team. The Tennessee Titans. <laughs> what a traitor. Used to hate them. Now I love them. What a traitor. Unbelievable. Uh, go Derrick Henry. All right. <laughs> are you, you going to give out to Taylor uh, Luan your ACL no, too well, or not? Once he left, okay. now I could root for him. Oh, I got you. You're yeah. not a big Taylor Luan guy. No, nah, you can't root for Taylor Luan. Yeah, he kind of rubs I mean, a lot of people wrong. I hope he's not. I don't no, want to call I, him I hear hurt. I, hear but I mean, uh, now that he's out I for get the, it. I get it. He rubs a lot of people the wrong way. 49ers against the Patriots. I think this is an interesting game with the line. It's a two-point uh, favorite for the New England Patriots, Brandon. What do you think about this one? Well, what a, what a letdown performance last week against Denver. And you got the the greatest coach of all time. Uh, he's going to have them ready to go. I don't know what to think of the Niners. They did look good last week, but I think uh, the Pats Pats take care of business and get back on track. I'm with Brandon on this one as well. I think Bill Belichick, being the prideful guy that he is, got embarrassed by the Denver Broncos. No way he's going to lose two in a row. Uh, he's going to lie, cheat, and steal if he has to, but the Patriots are going to lose this game. <laughs> Another game picker-upper for Brent. 
Yes, sir. Hey, you want to dig yourself in a hole? I can't wait till this pan out. Come on, you guys love the Patriots. You know me. I don't like them at all. Yeah. Uh, Still hoping that I can win that bet that the Jags have a better record. (laughs) I think I'm looking pretty good right now. Don't worry. (laughs) Keep mind the Patriots still play the Jets a couple times. I think. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, two more to get to quick. Uh, Seattle and the Cardinals. Uh, Seattle favored by three and a half on the road. Austin. Yeah. Well, one team has Kyler Murray, one team doesn't. Go ahead and give me the Cardinals. Brandon, what do you think? I think uh, Seattle plays more close games than anybody in the league, so I'll take the three and a half. Uh, I think Seattle probably wins that one by a field goal, but I'll take the three and a half. Do it, Brent. Go you. We play Russell Wilson. Pick her up or Man, let's go. You know, this is one actually I was hoping you guys would go Seattle. Arizona, if you go back and look, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, they do well against Seattle. Yeah. And they've gone down Arizona early in seasons and lost. Yeah. Seattle's, I mean, Arizona's probably more equipped right now. You're not going to stay undefeated for super long in the NFL. Yep. I actually like Arizona to outright win this game. Oh, wow. Uh, on Sunday. And two check marks for Kyler Murray after it. Can't yeah, wait well, to hear that. Yeah, that would probably earn him two check marks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long right. as Daniel Jones gets one. Uh, <laughs> Jaguars and the Chargers. Seven and a half point favorite for the Chargers. Do you give the Jags a chance at all? They uh, basically aren't going to line anybody up on the defensive side of the ball except for Josh Allen. Go ahead, Brandon. I've picked the uh, Jags every week since they upset the Colts, and maybe I can get them back on track by picking the Chargers this week. So I'll take the Chargers to get get the job done against uh, this gutted defense of Jacksonville. Listen, eventually Brent Pride's got to come up, right? And and your back's behind the wall right now. You got to come together as a team. You got to be led by these coaches and say no more. Like enough is enough. Let's play a good game. It's on the West Coast, Chargers. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Austin has Duh. Austin been tutored and mentored by Lee Corso. <laughs> yeah, a little swerve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. So give me a head to put on. Yeah, a good a setup. Yeah, yeah. Let's get so we, Come on, Chargers. I got like a Minshew uh, headband if you want. Now that I'm not going to use any of them all year. <laughs> <For> Monday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I got the Chargers too. I, listen, uh, I just, you couldn't do it, could you? No, come on, it's man. Sunshine I, listen, and rainbows. I thought the ja- I felt good last week about you the did? Jags. They yeah. stunk it up, yep. and they, they got nothing going until they prove us wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've been saying that for twelve years. <laughs> uh, Brandon Ponsel, man, thanks uh, for hanging out with us. A six pack of picks, JacksCoastalHomes.com. Hope you have a great weekend. Sounds good, gentlemen. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Uh, that's Brandon Ponsel from jackscoastalhomes.com. Check him out if you're looking for uh, to buy a house or to sell a house or any of your real estate needs, jackscoastalhomes.com. He joins us every week for our six-pack of picks. And right now he's in second place, a couple games behind Austin. I need to uh, gain some ground. It's going to be a big week for you here, Brent. So we got a couple of game picker-uppers. Uh, that, or, or a game to be honest, downers, I guess you would call them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the game picker uppers were at, like I didn't go outside the box because you guys picked. Like I sure. was going that way in general. Okay. Well, then if that's the case, then you know how your record's been, so it's <laughs> probably going to be a game <laughs> picker downer. Uh, when we come back, we talk more about the NFL and also um, somebody help Coos get a bachelor party. Yeah, we we'll get it sponsored by somebody. Yeah, how about a GoFundMe? Ch- Chuck E. Cheese? I'm sure they'll sponsor. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's next. Any ideas? And it's next Adventure on ESPN landing? 6 9. Write the check. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm as big as, you know, you know, I, I'm more into the older, you know, what I'm saying places, um, stadiums and things of that nature. You know, I, I think the, you know, the history about a place to me is, is things that I, you know, that intrigues me personally. That is Doug Marone talking about going to L.A., playing the first game in franchise history. 
in Los Angeles. And obviously the first time they've been to this uh, brand new stadium. Selfish side of us says, dang it, we can't go see this stadium. Yeah. And uh, we can't go see Vegas, which we wouldn't have been playing this year. We uh, but we would have the been there for the draft. Green Bay. And Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. to me, is a big one because it's my only stadium left if you take away Vegas and L.A. being the newer stadium. Eight-year rotation. Mm. Oof. That's the next guaranteed time the Jags yep. would be in Green Bay. Now, they could. We could have some fun, they too, could guys. Do the, uh, tell you. They could get the matchup one in case they finish the same in the division as Green Bay, but... Well, that's not going to happen now, how, is how it? How often do they finish the same in their division that yeah. Green Bay does in theirs? Man, I, I could have had some homies. We could have been tailgating out there, guys. Mm, it's sorry. the second day in a row I've heard him say homies. Homies. I homies, said it man. to you yesterday, yeah. right? I was like, what? I used oh, it, you I said used it in a, homies. I used it yeah. in a GIF. And I was like, does anybody say homies anymore? I like, people say homies, right? Is this going to get down the dope conversation again? Should I stay away from this? No, no, but don't, don't put me in a dope conversation with you. Okay, you're, oh, you you're, don't want to be. The dope I, I, I don't mean a dope conversation I saw, with you. Heard Calais Campbell say that's dope. Oh, again that yesterday? yesterday. Okay. All right, well, maybe so dope's Calais coming back. Okay. Hey, Calais can do whatever he wants, man. If Calais says something, then yeah, it's probably a good. Well, thing. He's six foot eight, three hundred pounds. Hell yeah, he can I've do whatever said many, he wants. I've said many times on this show. The, the first time I met him, I looked up to him like this is stupid. You shouldn't be that big and that athletic. What's going on right now? So I got respect for that dude. Did you see the? By the way, did you see the I can the Island video? He's in the, the yeah, Old Spice yeah. commercial. Yeah, we were in the last side. Uh, hey, it's, Stuart, tell your story about the homies, though. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is not going where you think it's going. No, no, no. Okay. okay. You, you know how you get those text messages from the election people right now asking if you got a plan. And I, all haven't that. Got I, haven't got I haven't got one. I haven't got one. I got three of them a day. I haven't got one yet. Wow. Anyhow, I said I'm sorry, writing yeah. for I'm voting myself in. <laughs> right in candidate. Kanye West was the correct answer, Brent. But okay. Anyhow, uh, I. You know, one of the parties had sent me a thing saying, are you going to vote for da-da-da-da-da? Yeah. And so in order to confirm that I was, I sent a GIF saying, I got you, homie. And yeah. it's like a, it's a bear, and a guy's like waving at a bear or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's completely random. But it, but it's Where, a, How did you find it? Just I just searched. Where, but what did you type in to find oh, a bear I, waving at a guy saying, I got you, homie? I or think whatever. I just searched, I got you. Got you. Know, you. So, okay. Something okay. like that. Okay, okay. And uh, and so <laughs> that popped up, and I sent it. And, the, and then they reply, so was that a yes? And I'm just like, what, what, Come what on. do you mean is that You're a yes? You're so lame. Stop well, texting me and texting. asking about yeah. voting. Well, I mean, it's probably a computer doing that thing, though, right? No, it's it's Wendy. No, that's oh, a Wendy. Yeah, like Wendy. It says they must name. hire people to do it. I think Dang. it's volunteers. It's the, yeah. you know, they're volunteering yeah. to, to help. They're not getting paid. I can tell you that much. <laughs> All right. Hey, <laughs> they we think they're get, doing their duty. We're going to get yeah. a couple things yeah, in, sure, in yeah. short order. Three minutes High school football. We got. Yeah. I don't know about a huge night of high school football. Got a couple good ones on Bartram Trail Oakleaf. Bartram Trail Oakleaf's a really good one. I'm heading over to Trinity Christian at Lee. That's good. That'll be a fun one. And our game of the week, which I'm actually pretty excited about because, you know, we've had Bartram Trail, we've had Trinity, we've Oak had Leaf. Bowles, we've, yeah. Oak Leaf, we've had all these big schools already featured. Mm. Uh, tonight we got Fernandina Beach traveling to Hilliard, a big Nassau County battle. Hilliard has not lost yet uh, this year. 10 and year. 2 combined records, I Yeah, think. they're 5 and 0. Oh, Fernandina Beach, 5 and 2. I went and saw them last week, and they look good. That that offense was humming with Cam Miller, their, their quarterback, who's part of the, the five, the high five, one of your great quarterbacks of the week. Way to reveal that, even though it's not supposed to be revealed until 9 o'clock tonight. It's okay. Breaking news, Coos. Put it on the docket. Let them know. I will get it. Who else is on the list? It's only one of the five. Now we're talking. Uh, it's only one of the five. There's four more to go. I'm telling you the other four. Yeah. Uh, Uh, You have the the athlete of the week coming up too, Brent, or not? Well, that's a bad segue. The polling is closing here in a few minutes. But uh, we had a pretty good vote once again going. So we'll announce that tonight on the Blitz Scoreboard Show. Nice job brought to you by Honda of the Avenues. Yeah, so Fernandina Beach won 56 to 50 last week in double overtime. 
over their rivals, West Nassau. Nice. Yeah, so that was a, a heck of a finish. Is okay. that college rules, by the way, or is it traditional overtime? Uh, it's college rules, okay. but shorter. You but start ten at the 10-yard line. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. start at the 10. All right, uh, Blitz Scoreboard Show tonight, 9 o'clock. It won't be on ESPN 690 again, just the social media platforms, which is where yeah, you want to see World it anyway, Series. because we'll bring you video, but the World Series is on ESPN mm-hmm. 690 on the radio side. And then we have the Blitz, which is also yes. on just the app at 1030 or on Facebook because of the World Series. Because of the World Series. <laughs> and then 1120, we'll have the... Uh, Full TV edition but at 11:20. We've always liked the 10:31 one because we can show more highlights. And what we're going to do is we're just we're just going to give you all the highlights at 10:30. Well, no commercials. No commercials. Uh, it's on the Action News Jacks Facebook page. I also believe we're going to be streaming on the Action Sports Jacks Twitter page. So if you awesome. are able to find that, it's at Action Sports Use mine if you want to, or I'll retweet it. Hey, uh, stop talking high school football for a moment. Yes. You someday maybe we'll get married. Coos is getting married. He said yesterday on the show, when you guys Crazy. were talking about bachelor party, we were listening. Crazy. He's like, well, I don't know if I have time to get a bachelor party. Isn't that insane? Like, What's how the much point time of do you need? You just need a night, don't you? Do you need... No. Does everything well, have to, no. to be... You know, him, you need at least a week. What was this a new thing and where every you got to go on a trip for your bachelor it's, party? No. Yeah, it's like a trip. Jack's Beach, man. I do it that every weekend. I know you do. Does it have to be a trip it when you have get to married? Be a trip. Does make, it have to be a trip? Make it one good solid day, a nice round of golf somewhere, a fancy dinner, mm. some cigars, and then some cigars. That's what people do, right? And that's then some. And then if you want to add some late night debauchery, that's what you throw I in at Vegas, the end. So I, who, who might have said it? I went to Vegas. What'd you do, Brent? You do anything? Like hard. You're in college. Yeah. He was, yeah, I was, I was like, 14. he was 16. He couldn't do anything. Come on. We have to go watch a movie. That was about it. No, seriously, I want I, I don't want more of this on the on the. No, we gotta I it. want more bachelor parties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more bachelor I talk party more talk. Because uh, we're gonna get you a bachelor party. I want people's ideas. Not too descriptive. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, easy now. That could be a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's next plus uh, more football talk. An hour to go. You're on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six nine. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.